Hey everyone, it's Quickie on the Couch. This is Keely from the podcast Hearts and Other Sex Parts. This broadcast will be an addition to the regular interviews from the podcast. They'll be shorter, like 10 to 15 minute sessions, learning more about a variety of healers, helpers, and other folks out there supporting sexual health and relationships. For today's episode, I will be chatting with Alana Ogilvy, licensed marriage and family therapist. Hey, Alana. Hello. Welcome to the show. Excited to be here. Sweet. So, um, Tell our audience members a snippet about yourself and like just like a little bit about the kind of counseling you do. Sure. Uh, So as my title kind of describes, I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist. I work a lot with couples and actually um, other partnered folks, maybe even non-partnered folks, uh, non-monogamy, LGBTQIA folks, and uh, my specialty is actually in sex therapy and sexual dysfunction. I do a lot of work around that. Um, and I work at, uh, pri- I work in private practice at Portland sex therapy. Uh, that's my practice. Um, and yeah, I feel like that kind of covers it. Nice. So, um, yeah, so mainly sex therapy, maybe just a tiny, tiny bit of describing. We've said it before, but it, it's always helpful for people to, kind of understand like people will be like what is sex therapy i think that is a very good point uh which is actually why i have a page on my website describing and maybe even stating up front what is sex therapy uh so sex therapy is still talk therapy it uses a lot of the same uh theories and modalities that you know other psychologists and therapists and counselors use in their practices the uh, difference I might say is that it, there's a lot more specificity. I have a lot more specialized training and knowledge in human sexuality and you know clinical sexology and that kind of stuff. And I use that in my practice. So I have let's say more specialized knowledge, and as I'm sure you do too, <laughs> in talking about um, sexual pain disorders and you know erectile functioning, that kind of stuff. Yeah, and it, it's so interesting how we talk about you know something that's come up and. I don't know how you feel about this, Alana, but I don't understand why there's a specialty in sex therapy because counseling, every counselor should be talking about sex. Like that's just a I, part of human absolutely. experience. Yes, it is kind of surprising. And what was strange, I think that's one of the reasons why I picked the program that I did is because they specifically said that they include concepts of sexuality. And I didn't see that anywhere else in like any of the other programs or like master's degrees that I had looked at in not even just, you know, couples and family therapy, but like anywhere, like counseling programs were not talking openly about sex and I wanted to work with couples and sex happens to be a big part of most couples relationships. And if it's not, then it's a problem and they want to talk to somebody about it. So I just felt like I was going to be ill-prepared if I went anywhere, but to a place that talked openly about sex and relationships and how they all fit together. It still blows my mind. And I'm sure (laughs) it's something that's going to be a continued theme. I'm sure I'll mention it multiple times, but for, you know, speaking of sex and relationships, you know, for this episode, I thought we would spend some time chatting about the holidays and how to manage some of the stress and anxiety while still finding enjoyment with our partners. It's the most wonderfully stressful time of the year. So that (laughs) sounds like a great idea. Yeah. So I mean, I think about mega stress and like, what do we hear so often in our office? It's like, I'm too tired Mm -hmm. and anxiety and stress is like 
the mega turnoff for any kind of sexual activity. Biggest, biggest mood killer. <laughs> so what, do, what should we tell folks out there? What do we, what do you think some helpful hints for, for managing all this stress and like, like still having some sexy fun time? I think the, the number one thing that I've been telling folks is you have to learn to manage your stress. And I don't know if we do a good job of that just in society, like in general, us as Americans, we like to push ourselves really hard. And I think that that can really get in the way if we're trying to spend time with loved ones, if we're trying to also spend time romantically with loved ones, it's going to really get in the way if you don't take some time to get rid of some of that stress or try to manage it or, you know, let's say release it, get it out of you as much as possible. Um, I have a lot of folks that I like to ask them, how do they manage their stress? Some folks tell me that they journal. Some folks tell me that they do yoga or they go for a run and, you know, making accommodations for that, especially in the winter. So you don't get sick is a big part of it, but trying to manage your stress is really important, whatever that looks like for you. Um, I think that's the number one thing because then if you're not stressed out, it's a lot more likely that you're going to feel receptive to your partner or even turned on if the opportunity presents itself, which I then, I think leads me into my other point, which is I bet that there's not as many opportunities to feel romantic or feel sexual if you have all of these family obligations or other people are coming to town or maybe you know, the holidays are just a really hard time for folks in general. Like what's the likelihood that you're going to want to have sex? Yeah. I mean, I think oh, like, especially like, you know, we're here in Portland and I, it seems like so many people mm-hmm. are from out of state. And so like, people are always like, Oh, I have all this. If they're whether either they're traveling to see mm-hmm. family or they have all this family coming, coming in and yeah. they're like, Oh my gosh. But don't we forget that sex is a stress reliever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's like a- the greatest paradox of all of this is that it is the greatest stress reliever. <laughs> so, I mean, I think about like, I mean, and this is obviously a bigger topic than we can cover today, but I, I have to bring up capitalism. Like mm-hmm. we pressure ourselves so much to fit into this like idea of like this capitalistic view of the holidays of like we need to buy these things and materialism yeah you know just like how we have to keep up with the joneses like everyone's buying a new car or at least that's what my television wants to tell me is that everybody is buying a new car and if i'm not then that means that i am on the outs of what everyone else is doing right well yeah and like the pressure like i you know especially I mean, it depends. Sometimes it's people who've been together for longer term, but sometimes they might mm-hmm. be like, oh, this is your first Christmas or Thanksgiving or Hanukkah together. And you're like feeling this pressure of like, I want to get like the best gift or, oh my gosh, I can't even believe it. I heard the other day, like literally then there's this like pressure of like, oh, are you going to get so-and-so a ring for Christmas? Oh, goodness. Like the marriage pressure. Like what the heck? Who even does that? Yes. You know what's funny? I I know someone who's who's totally about to do that. (laughs) (laughs) Oopsie. Sorry, whoever that is. (laughs) But I do think that there's something to be said for there's so much pressure around the holidays and pressure and stress and anxiety all go hand in hand. Like they are totally mutually reinforcing and so all the expectations that we put on people everything that we you know believe we should be doing for the holidays I can only imagine leaves less space to 
really authentically, genuinely connect with other people, whether that's romantically or otherwise. I think that there's a lot standing in the way of that if we're not careful. Well, and I wonder, yeah, I mean, you, you said, you know, genuinely, genuinely connecting with someone Mm -hmm. and something I often say is this, like really all we want to do is connect with people Mm -hmm. and to connect with people, to truly connect with someone is to be present Mm -hmm. and to be vulnerable Mm -hmm. and all of these gift buying and finding the perfect recipe mm-hmm. and decorating the house's perfect way and all of these things that we feel pressured to do really gets in the way of actually mm-hmm. being present. Yeah. Ultimately just distracts us from the stuff that's really important. Yeah. And then, you know, I also don't, I don't ever want to forget those folks that, you know, may not have the family. Right. And so that pressure of, as well, it's like a different pressure, like, mm-hmm. oh, for whatever reason, whether their family's not accepting of them and their partner, mm-hmm. or, you know, the family's not around, right. or they can't afford to see family because they're out of state. Mm-hmm. And like, even that carries its own pressure. Because mm-hmm. it's like, you're supposed to, if you, if you don't, if you don't have the, 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 you know, quote unquote, average thing going on, then, then something's then wrong. Where do you fit? Right. Yeah. Where do you fit into Christmas or Thanksgiving or Hanukkah? Like you, you don't like <laughs> that is the, I feel like the tough part about it is, and I, I, I like the idea of using the word pressure. And I think too, there's even like a little bit of trauma there too. Like how much of the holidays is kind of traumatic for folks that don't experience the holiday season the same way that, you know, other folks do. And that maybe, they don't feel like they have a place or it becomes isolating instead. I imagine that that really stands in the way of feeling like they can genuinely connect with the folks around them as well. Yeah. And when you said, you know, when you were just saying that, when you just said the word trauma, like I was thinking about how beautiful the idea is of our partner being like a safe space and mm-hmm. our partner being like home to us. Mm-hmm. And so with that imagery, I, you know, I'm thinking about this and like encouraging people listening to create that idea of during all this stress that their partner, no matter what else is going on, no matter what family is or isn't coming to town or whether you're traveling or not is this, this sense of like moments of reconnection Mm -hmm. and seeing our partner as our safe home Mm -hmm. and no matter what's going on. Mm -hmm. And so starting with that, doesn't that open it up more to want to have sex? I would, I mean, I feel a little tingle if that makes sense. <laughs> I feel like there's a lot more to be said around that. Um, no, but I feel like I do agree that there is so much to be said for it. If the holidays were always meant to be about connecting with the people that you love and everybody around you and having it be something that fills you up rather than depletes you. And I think it, there are times now when maybe it depletes us more than it fills us up. What if we can flip that on its head and say, the important stuff is right in front of me and let's make the holidays about spending that time and using that as an opportunity to connect with people. Yeah. Especially maybe, especially our partner. Yeah. And exactly. And that can start with that person that's right in front of us that Mm -hmm. maybe even we sometimes take for granted. So we get to like slow down during this colder time of year and, and really 
hone in on that mm-hmm. and connect that way. Yeah, like you said, that's great. I love that. I know. Say, so let's uh, let's let that be the takeaway <laughs> for today. <laughs> yeah. So I guess to wrap up, you know, as we think about you know the different things and 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 having a couple takeaways for for folks as as we wrap up our this quickie. I think the number one thing is like taking time to connect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I might even say, um, this word just popped into my head, but be, be intentional about connecting with the other person. I think that we can easily get wrapped up in, you know, the giving of gifts or the buying of things or the decorating of the house or, you know, having the perfect meal. And really it takes a lot to refocus and be like, this important stuff is the stuff that's right in front of me. Yeah. And like being, you know, I like that you use the word intentional. Like I'll say in, in sessions, five minutes, Mm -hmm. like five minutes, hang with your partner, all distractions set aside, Mm -hmm. no phone, no TV, just that connection. And what if you could do that? What if you did that each day Mm -hmm. till, well, till the new years and beyond, but especially in the holiday season, in the holiday season yeah. with all these distractions we're talking about. So taking five minutes, being intentional with your partner. Mm-hmm. And then I would add to that. Cause I think there's a balance and you and I were talking about that earlier before we started recording was that balance of when we're talking about this connection with our partner, also taking time to just connect with ourselves. Mm-hmm. Because when, when as individuals we're, we're taken care of, we can be more there, you know, more present, more available mm-hmm. to meet those needs of our partner as well. Right. Better to pour from a full cup than an empty cup. For yeah. sure. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, you, you, you do those nice things for yourself. You take the time to do the little things that make you feel kind of sexy. Mm-hmm. And then you're more apt to want to have sex with your partner. Right. Now we've created a, an environment, the right circumstances where it actually makes sense to do that rather than feeling like it's just one more thing you have to fit into your busy day. That is like the least sexy thought that I could, <laughs> that I could possibly imagine. It's like, oh, great. Just shove it in me for like five minutes. Uh, that sounds terrible. Here's a little checkoff list. Oh, okay. Check yeah. <laughs> check no, box. I, I have talked to so many folks that tell me that like sex feels like a chore and I'm like, oh, that is the that is the worst thing I've ever heard. <laughs> that sounds so terrible. And I, I think that we run the risk of, especially in the holiday season, if we're not taking care of ourselves and letting there be an intention for connecting with our partner, then it would totally feel like a chore. And that's that's not what we're after. So I'm, I'm kind of formulating and, and add to this, but so if we were to have a list, mm-hmm. uh, this is how, so set aside intentional time with partner. Yeah. Self care, mm-hmm. however that looks for each person. Totally, totally. Allow yourself to say no. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we got to add that on there. Say no to whatever that means to you. That might be saying no to that third holiday cookie making mm-hmm. <laughs> thing you've been invited to, or whatever that means for you. Right, somebody's holiday party, <laughs> and you're like, "Who's is this? The cousin of my best friend that I don't actually know?" Maybe it's okay to say no to that one. <laughs> allow the season, the, the outside, not the, the capitalistic money-making push to buy things, but Mm -hmm. the seasonal slowdown. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Vibe with that. Yeah. And then slow down with your partner. I like that idea. And then take the pressure off. Don't put it as a list. Mm -hmm. It's not a to do, but like be creative or just allow yourself to just slow down and be intimate with your partner, whatever that looks like Mm -hmm. and enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. 
try to not have an expectation about how this quote unquote should go because maybe that will, maybe that adds to the pressure. If we, if we say that there is an expectation or there is a should, I think taking that away and saying whatever that looks like totally opens up a lot of avenues. Yeah. Take away the shows of the holiday. Mm-hmm. Yes. I like that idea. <laughs> well, this was so great to talk to you today. Is there any last thing you'd like to say to our folks out there? No. Good to chat with you today too, Keely. I really appreciate it. All right. Thanks so much, Alana. We'll talk to you later.